morning and welcome back. This is Court Radio, and I am your host, Dean Weitzman, every Saturday morning right here on 100.3 WRNB. And Classics 107.9. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the hour. We have the whole team assembled for you. If you've got a legal issue, we probably have the answer. Give us a call at 215-227-2727. The number for all things legal. Yes, baby. Oh, yeah. Mandy Manuel, good morning and welcome back to the show. Good morning, Dean Dean, the legal machine. We have Sarah O at the microphone. It's been a while since you've been around. Good morning. And Tactics, Eric Jackson. In the building. Yeah. Folks, we're all assembled. Give us a call, 215-227-2727. If you've got a legal issue you've been pondering, today's the day to get it on the table, and we will talk about it and try to come up with a solution. Court Radio airs every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. for one hour. I know you wish it were longer, but that's what we got. That's all you get for free, guys. Yeah. Sorry. That's yeah. it. After that, you got to start shelling out the bucks. And what's that number? 215-227-2727. Always. Always and forever. Dean, I have a, <laughs> I have a concern. <laughs> yes, sir. I, mean, I see we're going to talk about looting today and some other things, but I just have a concern about people playing victim when they use the looting to their advantage. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm not sure. When they uh, use a poor, when they use yeah. a, 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 a tragic situation, I'm sorry. Yeah. To their advantage. Yeah. I, I don't, um, I don't, I'm not buying it. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the courts are going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, say what you will, but, um, you know, that's not the solution to that problem. Okay. Um, demonstration. Fine. Absolutely. Pe- peaceful demonstration. Going right. Get angry. Pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Break into an Apple store? Like, where's the connection there? Break into an Apple store and steal some iPhones? Yeah, Apple's the reason this happened. Damn yeah. It. Yeah, Apple must pay. And, and <laughs> Luna, Luna, Lemon, Luna, Luna, Lemon? What was the name of that store? Lululemon? Lululemon. Lululemon. Yes, it's Lulu and Apple's fault. Yeah. And worse yet, they're breaking into like a... a um, uh, what's it called when you're a hairdresser and you go buy some products? Beauty supply, Beauty supply store. Beauty supply. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Sorry, mom, I forgot Ooh, that for a second. <laughs> Which one to forget? Yeah, <laughs> come on. My mom's got the hairbrush right now, chasing me around the house. <laughs> Uh, yeah, breaking into some poor person's beauty supply store who's struggling to make a living in this environment and stealing their stuff that they may not even have insurance for. See, here's what I don't buy. The young man who was tragically murdered by police was Latino, Hispanic, Dominican, whatever. He wasn't black. Would that even matter? Yeah, no. I don't think that matters. But my point is, the folks doing all their looting, I'm calling y'all out because I'm black. Yeah. Was, was black folks. I didn't see his community looting. I didn't see his community in Apple. I didn't see his community in Lululemon. I didn't see his community at, at the beauty supply store. I saw us. Why? Well, you have to remember. Hours after yeah, the, the protest. Yeah, but you have to remember, all right? You know, our neighborhoods have a unique problem and have had a unique problem for hundreds of years. What's that? What's that? Okay. Trauma. Oh, Lord. You know what I mean? It's trauma. It's like these kids are walking around. You know, that's a, basically that, that, that's a basic- good question. Why are kids walking around in the middle of the night? Where are their parents or Why, grandparents? I mean, yeah, or grandparents or, or whomever. I, I can answer that too, because he is onto something with the tra- as it comes as it relates to our race. Transgenerational psychological trauma is real. Mom's got trauma, grandma's got trauma, everybody got trauma. I get that, but tactic. This was hours later at night in a whole other community, and the main community whose ethnicity this affected, they weren't out there, and get, they just as poor. I they get, struggling. They don't have our trauma. I got that. I, you know you know, I know. But still, I'm not giving, I'm not giving social media influencers who told folks to come on down, it's our time to be free, and let's rob and loot, and then they get caught, they start crying, and then someone graciously pays their bail, 
Yeah, and now, now, and she, now they're saying, now she's saying, oh, don't make it all about me. No, you made it all about you, Meatball. Yeah, but. When you put your videos up But there. she's she's national now, so she's, like, more famous than famous right now. She she got everything she wanted. She's no victim. She got everything she wanted. The Dean, you know what we're talking about? I do. I know, uh, yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And um, I don't mm. think it's going to fly. I agree. Now the question is, what's the punishment? Right. Who knows? You know, I, I know. Take what, away let, her let, social let, media let me, devices. Let me rephrase that. What should the punishment be? Take away her opinion? social media. Ban her from social media for a year. Take away her phone. Limited calls and access on her phone. Oh, okay. You know, she'll grab somebody else's phone. That's no, right. She'll, she'll grab a no, neighbor's she, phone. She, there's Easy. no way she can get on. No, she won't. It's easy. She won't get on under her handle. Okay. So she won't have a following. Yeah. And if she develops a following, there should be somebody who's watching and take it away again. I guess. Take away that which one covets the most. Yeah, that's how she makes a living. There you go. She deprived other people of their ability to make a living by breaking into these stores. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is a fair solution. I don't know. What do What do our listeners think? Does she get to continue to make a living on social media when she used social media for a criminal intent? 215-227-2727. That's the number for all things legal, and we're talking about this. And, you know, it really, really looks bad for yes. Philadelphia yeah. around the world. Like, Do you want to come visit a city nope. where lunatics are running around smashing and grabbing Nope. Why would I want to come here if I'm looking on the news? Like, oh, hell no. That's downtown. Aren't we going to go see the Liberty Bell? Is that downtown? No. Is the Rocky statue near? The- no, I'm not coming there yeah, now. Not, not only downtown, Walnut Street, the the, the premier shopping yeah. street in Philadelphia. I'm not coming now. Yeah. So now you are affecting the city's image, brand, and economy. Now the city's got a problem. Yeah. You can't affect the economy. I don't know who's going to be mayor. In all likely it's going to be Sherelle Parker. My Parker ain't playing this. I'm telling you all now. The hammer going to drop when and, the next mayor becomes and mayor. may I ask, and I've raised this before on court radio, what are the consequences for those who were supposed to be watching these kids? What are the consequences to the parents or grandparents or whomever is responsible we're making sure, you know, their their ward, their child, their whatever was in home, in bed, safe. You either fine them or charge them both with some air, air of community service where they co- they together collectively got to do community service. The children and the yeah, parents. I like that. They I all like got to do community service together. Wearing wearing the big T shirt that says I'm a looter. I'm a looter. <laughs> this is my looter. I'm a looter's mother. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm clean, a looter's clean up grandfather. Some, clean up some streets. Clean up some stuff. Be out there and be seen. Put right. that on social media. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All of y'all together. I don't. I don't want to say chain gang. But I'm no, sweeping no. just like um, the folks that come through my neighborhood, all dressed in blue with overalls. Well, they're like city workers, except yeah. they're not getting paid. That's right. <laughs> That's it. You Community know? service together. They used, they used to have something in um, in Jersey, like Union County, called SLAP. And they used to have them do community cleanups and everything like that within the county instead of putting them in jail. Yeah. And, and if you're successful at it, if you, in fact, complete your community service, mm-hmm. <clears throat> You don't get uh, a record. You don't get... Is it sponged? Yeah. You don't get something that follows you through your life. You don't... That one bad decision doesn't get to dictate who you are. So, I mean, because I'm all about second chances and giving people an opportunity to realize their mistakes Mm -hmm. and and learn from them. Sure. So, I, I, you know, I I think that the the city needs to, to get involved in something like that. The city needs to create... Some sort of um, uh, consequence that that is serious, that shows the people that this cannot continue to occur, um, but doesn't then again follow you for the rest of your life for one bad decision. Which they're juveniles, so it probably won't anyway. Well, not all. Not all. Not all. She's yeah. not a juvenile. Those 61 people. The one guy was released on a murder case, and he gets picked back up for looting. 
Come on, man. Yeah, well, somebody like him, obviously, <laughs> I, I, I'm not suggesting he needs to get, yeah. get into the into the workforce uh, in this process that I've described. But there are a lot of people who this was the first time that they have an interaction with the law, perhaps. And and, and you're talking to people, folks, we're not out of touch. I mean, we're from these cities. We're from the streets. We're from these, this city. I've been on part of protests since the 60s. I get it. I understand when you're angry, you're upset. I understand going through communities, tearing up stuff. Been there, done that, understand it. This was different. It was nothing like the stuff that we did. For one, we never touched, we knew not to touch black businesses. We wouldn't have touched the beauty supply store. That's the last thing we would have ever ransacked in those days. There was a code, so to speak, if you want to. There's yeah, no code to union, this. You and your old head code. Well, there, there was. Y'all didn't have bundles back then. Bundles are expensive. Listen, it was a whole What's lot a of differences, ah, but the bottom line was ah, there was still ah, a code. Hair yeah. bundles can get yeah. you up into the thousands, hundreds to thousands. Look, yeah. the weaves, the, the extensions, weaves. the bundles. Yeah, the ah, bundles. Yeah. I saw them carrying them out. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Now, what do you think is going to happen? You know what? They're going to wind up online being sold on some website, on Amazon, on what's the, um, eBay, and Facebook, uh, this and that. Marketplace. That's marketplace. That's where all this stuff's going to wind up. 215-227-2727, the number for all things legal. Let's talk to Muriel on line four. Our a great name. Oh, Muriel. Thank you for saying that, Dean. Good morning, Dean and family. How's everyone doing this morning? Good morning. We're great, morning. thanks. And th- we're even better now that you're on the phone. What's <laughs> yes. happening? And how do you feel about this, Muriel? Oh, my God. It's just... <laughs> Everything is just out of control, mm. you know, and, and it's been going on for so many years that how do you plug something of this magnitude now? You know, our youth today is just totally out of control. They have no respect for themselves. They have no respect for elders. They have no respect for our city, the parents. They're out of control because if they had their children in control, a lot of this stuff wouldn't be going down. This is my this is my opinion. I feel as though when they when they get the youth that are running around out here, first of all, let me say this. I don't I don't understand how one person can control so many people to do so many adverse activities. First of all, I mean, they might as well be a Trump with yeah. this problem. Right. Yeah, you you, know an- I mean? because, you answered that. You answered that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, look at all those trumpers. Yes, because when you don't have a mind of your own to 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 know right from wrong at that age, then it's truly a problem. So with with this situation, I feel as though not only hold the kids accountable for their actions, the parents need to be held accountable as well. Let's yeah. start charging them. Start making fines for them to, 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 to pay the price for their kids. Now, all those kids that they caught, the parents need to pay these companies that they took the merchandise from. That would, that would be a start because there's no way in hell. I'm, I'm a kid from the 50s, so I've seen a lot, you know, and like you said, um, as far as having, having codes in the street, we, we lived by that back in the day. We had respectful police. We, we did all of that, you know, and, and, and I, this is my point, and I'm going to let you guys go. I just feel as though that our system is screwed up. The, the judges, all of them need to be held accountable as well. You're saying there was a murderer, a murderer that they was, had released that shouldn't have been out in the street, first of all, but then he's in a store looting, you know. Where, where does it stop? Where, where do we go from here? I don't understand it. They, the youth are just taking over our population. They yeah. really are, and, yeah. and I don't know where, where. How do we fix it? I don't know how. I, well, it starts. I'm, it starts yeah. with one small step, and here we have an opportunity to hold the, as you said, Muriel, to hold the parents accountable, hold the children accountable, um, financially, um, as uh, you know, make them do community service, shame them. Mm-hmm. Um, by, like you know, shame them by making them wear T-shirts that say, you know, I let my kid loot. Um, and you know what? We have to, and I don't, I might get people screaming at me on this, but it's not the first time. You know, if you own a dog, okay, and you let that dog go run free and that dog does damage, you're responsible for the behavior. <sighs> Okay, if you've got children and you let them out at 12 or 11 or 10 o'clock at night, I think that you're responsible for their behavior. And then, and then uh, um, Manny's going to get mad when I say this, but, mm. um, you know, uh, 
I always suggested maybe partnering with the um, <sighs> parking authority. Oh yeah, with uh, you know, and let them be parents. in charge of this component. Of well, no, no, partner society. with them. So it's like you put them if they have a fine, you put them on a payment plan. If they don't comply with the payment yeah, plan, what do you do with the, you? You boot the kid. What do you do? What's boot, the fine? Boot, boot the parents' car. <laughs> you boot, boot the, the parents', parents car, car and tow it. They love it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, what Ooh. happens if the parent doesn't have a car and they have a bad kid? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. well, what uh, <laughs> what we booting now? Well, then, then you then you can go to the courts and you know see. No. Guess what? Seize uh, bank accounts. Go for it. I want. I all like. That, I like Dean's all idea. There. Game of Thrones. Shame. Shame. Make them walk through the streets with the T-shirt. I'm a mother. Yeah. I'm a father of a looter, and put them no, on social too. media. And that too. I'm a dumbass. Whatever. I'm shame. But hit, shame. Every, hit everybody in the pocket. Everybody got to get hit. Everybody got to get hit. How do I wonder? You know, if there's any parents listening whose kids did that, they listen. And, of course, they do. And now, what do you think about that? You know, you're going to say, well, I have no control over my kid. I have, I, I, you know, they're wild. They, they do whatever they want. Um, they threaten me. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Mm, in the words of uh, Richie Cunningham's dad, you took the time to have them. Take yeah. the time to guide them. Or right, if you, but, listen, if you, you know, can't, happy if, days. if you're acknowledging <laughs> that you have no control over them, then maybe they need to go somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe the kids need to be taken away. Um, now, will parents just throw up their arms and, uh, you know, we're going to be stuck with, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of kids who parents say, can't handle it, you do it, you deal with it. You know, gets back to getting, like, making better decisions when you're having kids. If you can't handle the, the you know, the raising up of a child, then, you know, maybe you're not ready to have a child. If you don't raise your child or children, somebody or something else will. Yeah. Okay? Complex sociological issues. Amen. Um, All right, let's talk to... Where Hitler Youth came from. (laughs) Ms. King, line five. Oh, Ms. King. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Court Radio. Good morning. Um, yeah, so I had just so many things to say, even, you know, like some of the things that you guys had discussed or whatever. I don't feel like um, shaming our children uh, of Philadelphia, that's, that's not it. The city has so much trauma as it is, so why, why are we shaming them? I'm not saying no one should be punished, but we failed the children as a whole. You know, because if we're going to blame anybody, we also have to blame ourselves because they are the us. You know, um, my children aren't a part of the, the shenanigans and things that's going on in our city, but they are because they're affected by it. I'm scared for my children. I don't let them go to public schools. I don't let them come outside. So when we're speaking about all of this, we it's just not about the children, and it's just not about the parents because we're the citizens of the city, and, and we have nothing but fear So what's- every day. I hear that I hear the pain in your voice, and I'm going to ask you the question: If you had all the power in the world, and by the way, lower your radio so that you don't get the feedback. If you had all the power in the world, what would you do? What's the solution? I would like to have a program um, for our children, um, and as well as the parents, because in order to punish the uh, the children, we have to teach the parents. Because at some point, I feel as though they're lost. Everybody. Um, I'm broken, you know, that hurt me. Um, I, I love my whole city, you know, and I never thought after coming back after 20 years that this is what we're still dealing with. Yep. But like I said again, we have to also look at our officials, you know. It's not just about us. It's not just about the children. It's not just about the parents. What about the people that's supposed to be there for us, that's overseeing us? Yep. It's I, like we have nobody. I, I, you know, like I said, Complex sociological problems that require complex answers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're dealing kind of in, with a microscope right now at a, with a problem that has occurred, and we want to get a solution for this problem. But you're absolutely 100% right. It's not the answer for the more, the deeper problem here, um, that we have parents who don't have the tools necessary to parent, we have children who don't have activities and um, basic kind of 
um, systems in place to support them. Um, there's there's issues that will require a lot of money to solve. Um, and, and, you know, people don't want to talk about that because I've said a, for a long time, mental health needs to be the number one problem we focus on as a society. Uh, and it doesn't happen for free. And that, you know, it, you know we spend a lot of money on prisons um, and locking people up, but we don't have systems in place um, for when they're in kindergarten and first grade and second grade to deal with mental health issues that are rampant. So, yes, there's significant problems requiring significant solutions. We're focused right now on a very specific issue, looting. And And the looting mentality. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, listen, I... I I hear it. We all hear your voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... um, Which which leads me to say this, Gene. And Tactic and I said this a couple of weeks ago. The way we approach dental care our own physical health, getting a physical every once in a while, checkups, we have to do the same thing with our mental health. We have to make that part of our societal uh, list, of checklist of doing things. Our mental health is just as important as everything else. But there's a, there's a stigma placed on Maybe that, more so we important. won't do it. Maybe, you might be right. Maybe yeah. more important. You might be right. All these loonies who are gathering guns and killing people. Threatening to kill people. It didn't happen instantaneously. No. It was it was a problem that was percolating for a long time. Maybe if mental health were a thing that we took more seriously, that might be a solution or one of the solutions to the gun problem. You know, we're talking about, you know, maybe maybe there should be a tax on guns um, and that money gets funneled into mental health care. Uh, there's. You know, guns again, and ammunition. Yeah. Um, that's what you know. And, and instead of doing that, the politicians are fighting over at, impeachment and Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, over impeachment and over um, not wanting to come up with a budget because it might look make somebody look good, yeah. and it may you know they don't want to reach across the aisles. Got We have to do it ourselves. If we ask them to help us, ooh, that's bad. Anyway, Ms. King, thank you for your call. Um, I, you know, we all heard the pain in your voice. Sure did. And, um, and, and I hope things do get better here, and, and we certainly um, will continue to advocate for that. Dean, getting back to mental health, a couple of days ago, I, I, I went through what I call sensory overload because we all stay on top of so much stuff as well as our own stuff. And I had to just get off social media. I had to turn off the phone. I had to turn off the news. I just had to just take a break, take a beat, and say, enough. I knew to do that. I was capable to do that. Everyone can't turn it off or everyone doesn't have someplace else to go to to chill. But that's what we all need to do sometimes, take a mental health day, so to speak, or a couple of days or a week. And everyone just doesn't think about that or do that. And we're all just working and grinding all the time. Yeah. What made you do that? Like, wh- I, I, I knew that I, I, I had a... How were you feeling? I, I, well, I just getting you know, over a bad coat. And I, was, I was angry. I was irritated. And I was snapping at people. Unjust. I said, hold up. Something's wrong. I need to stop. Take a beat. I just turned everything off. No more posting on social media. No more reading news. No more TV. Nothing. I said, I got to chill. Hold up. I had to take a beat. Because I was, it was just sensory. It was too much. Sensory overload everything. That's um, a, a high degree of self-awareness that most people do not have. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And does that come from, like, mental health? preparedness like do you work on your mental health i try um but this is stuff that came from just growing up and getting and experiencing stuff and learning to okay hold up i got to push back and i've gone to therapy we've all had counseling i had over my life and i just remember the certain um the therapies and i remember the uh the stages of this that and the other and 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 how to recognize certain things that's what you learn um, and I knew that, like you said, it was self-awareness, but everyone doesn't have that. Some people need somebody else to say, hey, yo, you need to just chill. Some folks don't have that support system right. at all. And that's why having a relationship with a therapist um, and somebody who can help you look in the mirror mm-hmm. at yourself mm-hmm. is so important. And it's, um, a, it's a part of our lives, guys. Stop denying that part. The, the, the mental, the self-awareness, the emotional stuff, as well as the physical stuff. Like I said, look, we go to the dentist, 
let's let's go to the therapist. And I'm being told, Dean, more and more by therapist friends I have, there's a lack of therapists. There's a dearth of therapists. We need more therapists. Exactly. We, and, and his son is one. Right. My son is a right um, psychiatry. But even in psychiatry, there's a, you know, you're a therapist as well. Right. You know, in the diagnosis of, you know, whatever treatment is needed. And, but, you know, there's not there's not enough programs. There's, you know, there's not enough research that's being done. You, you know, I always say, you know, and I spoke to some senators, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, look, I don't think that, you know, this country is serious about mental health. They talk it, but they don't put their money behind it. No, they don't. And other countries do a far better job. Far better. <clears throat> Much better. Um, you know, another reason why America is, you know, needs to work on improving those areas that we lack the experience and the financial um, wherewithal to deal with it. 215-227-2727. Talk about not having... Uh, a program or not having a system in place. Let's talk to Nevelyn on line two. Hello. Yes. Hi, hello. Hello, you guys. Hi, Nevelyn. Talk to us. Hello. What's going on in your life, dear? Yes. So, I mean, I hear the whole issue. Uh, yes, I feel as though mental health is a great key to the start of anything useful for us moving forward as people, as a whole, as a world. Um, I'm calling on the issue of um, I have a mental health child, and he was put away. He was not put away, but he was in placement, and he didn't receive any medical care during nine years of him being there. Now, when they released him back to me, he was in the sexual space and basically depleted. Now, because when that happened, he was 13, and he's now 22, they're saying that he's phased out illegally. He can't get any assistance or any help for all the damages that he received at the hands of the facility that was taking care of him. Yeah, what kind of damages are you talking about? When you say he was damaged by them, explain what you mean. So he was already special needs, so he didn't have, like, a bent back from being allowed to sit improperly for years in a uh, bent-over position. He also was, like... Uh, like they didn't take care of him to prevent for him to be a toe walker. He um he was sitting having kidney failure and damages internal damages within his organs. They were always saying that he was well and never addressing any issues in the medical form or since. And now he has like a super few tube. He had to get a catheter. He's, I've been staying in the hospital for a month. Um, this all happened in December of last year, but it, it's just ongoing. I can't get any like malpractice, legal assistance, or representation, or any help in this situation. And mm-hmm. he's still always still sick now. Yeah, well, okay, so let's untease this for a second. You, He has physical issues currently that you believe are based upon um, a failure to provide the services he needed while he was under the care of the state in, in a state-run mm-hmm. facility. Um, And the question is, can you bring a claim for malpractice uh, or failure to provide the care he needed? Um, The answer is yes. Um, in, In theory, the answer is yes. In practice, you'll have to be able to show that there is a direct causation or correlation between their failures and whatever conditions he has. And that's where it can get very difficult because he may have some conditions which are congenital or, um, you know, as a result of his mental health issues. And then there may be other conditions which could have been prevented had he gotten the care you deem he was required to get. Um, A lot of that isn't so much a legal question. It's more of a medical question. A lot of times clients come on med mal cases um, and they're they're really needing to find out from a doctor whether the conditions they claim they have that were caused by another doctor were in fact caused by that doctor. And so in this instance, 
whatever conditions you believe he has that were that happened, but for the fact that they provided bad care, right? Not for any other reason, but but for the fact that they didn't provide the care you believe they were under obligation to provide, then you have a case, okay? If you can if you can find a doctor to say this condition only occurred because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Um, you know, there is a statute of limitation issue, too. It's a two-year statute of limitation from when you knew or should have known uh, that the conditions were being caused by a, a failure to provide the care that you deem he was required to get. Um, so there's a lot going on here, certainly more than we're going to tackle on this phone call. Um, but I would invite you, if you'd like to, to send us an email to dean at myphillylawyer.com. And um, we will take a look at the situation and advise you if we think there is an avenue to pursue. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nevlin. Have a great Saturday. Folks, we're uh, up to the break. Um, please give your attention to our sponsors for two minutes, and we'll be right back to continue our conversations. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly Lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly Lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly Lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Legal answers. Here's more court radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Legal issue? Yes. Handling a legal issue. Dean, it's Red October. Red October's coming, Dean. Red October. That reminds me that um, on October 22nd, we have a sisterhood event at um, Marriott Hilton. Hilton. The Hilton, yeah. Yeah, the Hilton on City Line Avenue, where I will be appearing live and in person. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a panel and a discussion about sexual harassment in the workplace. How do you, how do you set your boss up? Well, that's Wait, not... Wait, what? Not, huh? uh, how do you what? Yeah. <laughs> Set them up. Set them up. How do you establish the evidence necessary to prove sexual harassment in the workplace? If it's occurring, how do you protect yourself? That's better. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Right. The took, difference took a moment. And, the, and you know, and recognizing the difference between the moral courts and the real courts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you need you need the evidence 
to get into the real courts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about all of that on October 22nd at the Sisterhood event. I think we're going to be the first show on the lead on. Yeah. On the stage, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The first show. First show. Who knows? I might, I might even spin some records into the to, into the next uh, program. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Is that I right? I, I may am, even, you know, get a little dancing get, going. Getting get, get jiggy with it. <laughs> yeah. You might get jiggy with it. Maybe not. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> How about, are you going to be there with me, man? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I want to yeah. see your fleet of cars parked out front. Yeah. Oh. How can I drive them all? You might have to come over and help me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I want the orange and black one. <laughs> the one the one doing donuts in the parking lot. Yeah, that, would be well. that would be me. <laughs> 215-227-2727. We're talking about all kinds of things today. One is looting. The and other we haven't gotten to yet. The federal government's shutting down. Which is but looming. Looming shutdown. But let's talk to Ken on line three. Oh, Ken. Ken. Kenny. Twice. Kenny. All right. uh, I can answer Ken's question. Yeah. Ken asked, is it legal to terminate someone based on their health issues? Whoa. Well, is that subjective? Depends on... Well, remember, there are certain protected classes of people. Um, If the... The, your race, your religion, your um, gender, gender, age, age. These are protected classes that uh, an employer cannot use as the basis to terminate you. So what he's asking is if he has a disability, you know. Um, he said health issues. I'm not sure if that's a disability exactly, or not. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, health issues. Well, you know, a blind man has a health issue. He's blind, but he he's not going to be able to be a uh, air traffic controller. Right. right. So if you become blind, you're going to lose your job. Right. Yeah. So there are health issues that prevent you from doing your job as your employer needs you to do it. Is that a health right. issue or a disability? You well, right. I mean, oh, right. Man. You know the the um eight. You know ADA. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if if you can be accommodated, if you can be, if you can be accommodated, do your reasonably job accommodated, reasonably, reasonably yeah. accommodated, and still do your job. That's one thing. That's but one if thing. you cannot be accommodated, then no, your 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 your, your job is gone. Your job is gone. There you go. I hope I answered your question, Ken. Thank you for calling Court Radio two one five two two seven twenty seven twenty seven. We got George on line two. Oh boy! You know it. Oh boy! Is this the George? I think it is. Hello, George. No, this is the other the George. <laughs> the other George. <laughs> this is the other other George. George. What up, George? Hey, hey. How are you, George? Hey, hey. I'm great. What do you have to say about uh, looting? Okay. Now, I grew up in South Philly. Okay? I currently live in Delaware County. Now, when I was growing up, okay, there was a curfew. Okay? There were no adults. The only person that was on the street were adults. That was it. Okay? You know, there was a time frame. If if you were on the street, the police would gather whoever was on the street, take you to 11th and Wharton Police District, and disturb your parents' comfortability to come and get you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. And that was the bottom line. Do we okay? do we not have do we not have a curfew any longer? We do. It's just not as enforced. Well, it's, but it's not being it's not being honored. Right. It's not it's not being honored. Okay, uh, there's no way a 13 and a 14, 15 year old supposed to be walking up and down uh, this these the city streets. Okay, of Philadelphia. Okay, Un, unattended. My grandson works at McDonald's, and I pick him. He gets off at 10 o'clock. I pick him up. Okay. You know, so uh, the bottom line is, is that, yeah, 
somebody said earlier about parents. It is on the parents. It starts at home. It, it, you know, we have to do a better job in telling our children, no, you can't go out. When my mother told me, you cannot go out, or where are you going if I was going towards that doorknob, okay? Right, right. That's the bottom line. My, you, you know, it's up to the parent. You wasn't just walking out the house at your, on your own free will and as if you were the adult and you were under 18. Not even just under 18. If you were under their, uh, my parents' roof, you abide by their rules. That was the bottom line. It starts at home. Really always yeah, does. it really always does, George. Um, thank you for calling us and giving us your two cents. I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, I can't. I can't imagine if like Sophia or Jackson mm. said or started to head to the door, and it was like e- even eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going out with my friends. We're going to hang out on the street. Uh, no, you're not. Get back in here. Um, okay, because you're home. I'm home. And your wife's home. Somebody's home, yes. Somebody's home. Yes. Not all the time. Late at night, parents got to work somewhere, two and three jobs. They're grinding. There is no one home. Well, there needs to be someone home. True. Or, or, or you need to have a substitute or parent the, in, or your, in your stead. They have instilled the fear of God in you to the point was even if they're not home, I ain't going out. I'm not getting caught doing anything bad. No, because you feared the repercussions from a parent or your parents if you did something you weren't supposed to do, whether they were home or not. That's not there anymore as well. It's just not. There are no consequences. Well, there has to be. And maybe, again, we get back to the parents need to feel some consequences, and then maybe they will. And the kids. Kids don't feel like there are any consequences to be felt. Well, if their parent is embarrassed and shamed, Mm. would that make the child feel bad that they are the cause of that shame? I don't know. I don't know. I would. I mean, as a child, I would have. I would have been. No, our you parents know. were different. Yeah, we were different. We're different. Man. Yeah, we were built know. different. I don't know. I that, don't know. So I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, these kids will. I don't care. You in a minute. Oof. And then put it on social media. <laughs> you know that IDGF. They'll yeah. do that in a minute. Mm, I mm. IDGF. I don't give. Ah. Uh, mm. Uh, well, then you ha- then you know take away their phones. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> take away take away whatever they hold near and dear. I, I live I live on a block with badass kids, and what what what? How old are these? Badass they're teens. Kids? They're preteens and teens. Preteens and teens. How can a preteen be a badass kid? They, they, they walk down the street. They reach into a blue uh, receptacle and just throw a, a, a bottle and break it in the middle of the street. That type of badass kid. Okay. They're tearing up equipment. They 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 they're just they're running around. Three or four, five of them. A couple of them got guns. You, we all know they got guns. And uh, they're, they're fighting. They're going in abandoned houses, and they're cutting up what folks do in abandoned houses. You know what I mean? That's what they do. And they all got Wi-Fi. What, what pisses them off more than anything else, if, if you find out their IG account or whatever, and you know who they are on that, that ticks them off that you know that that's where they are. But they put all this stuff there anyway. But if you're an adult... And you say, I'm going to go to such and such, I'm going to go to at Deja Blackwell or at Deja whatever, and I see you, and I'm going to tell your mom whatever. That scares them sometimes. If you take that away, if you lock them out. So anonymity is, is their protection. Somewhat. But I just think that's one of the things that they enjoy. If you, They covet that. Take away that which they covet, and you get their attention. Now, once you get their attention, they need some guidance. Remember we had a dude on with the sweatsuits who said he was a gangster. They needed guidance. Didn't matter who was home. One parent, two parents. They didn't have guidance. That's what they need. Let's take Hicks on line four. Hicks is gone. Hicks, call back. Wow, that was fast. Hicks, call back. Um, yeah. It, I don't understand what this means. It says looting and the comment that it starts at home. <clears throat> Pardon me. I have a cold, guys. The mm. law took away the rights of parents. Mm. That's he, not like all I, the way. Not that you mm. know. Th- there is some truth to that. You mean if you beat, you know, you 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 smack your kid, come DHS. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, corporal punishment, I believe, is still legal. Um, but the rights, you know, there's certain rights of parents that you know they can't do, you know, or don't have control of. 
I, I, I know what he. I know where he's getting at. Yeah. I know where he's getting at. What about taking their phones away? What about uh, shutting you, Wi-Fi down in, I y- in your agree. house? I think it should happen in schools. Take the phone away, shut the no, Wi-Fi down do. in school. It should. You no, no phone on schools. Yeah, no phone on schools. And, some, and you know, there was an incident in which a, a, a child or a student tried to beat up a teacher because they took their phone. Well, then you go to jail. Yep. See, you know, I mean, if you want to, if you want to ramp this up, we can ramp this up. I my, remember, folks. My first suggestion was um, making them work on the streets yeah. to clean Philadelphia Together. up and not having a record, not yeah, having a record. But if you want to ramp it up, you can. We can ramp it up. You want have something follow you the rest of your life, and you know the the best job you have is going to be some you know trash cleaning kind of job, and you're not going to be able. Not to... there's anything wrong with sanitation and cleaning no, up. But listen, <laughs> if I'm a sanitation worker, I don't want my kids to be a sanitation worker. I want them to you know move up to the next thing. And so let's not you know let's not make it prettier than it is. Mm. Um, and so, but you know, if you want to be able to get ahead, then. You know, you don't need a record. And if I'm giving you an out without a record and then you spit on my face by then ramping it up, as you suggest, then we can ramp it up, too. And ramp it up for the parents as well. You know, I mean, we start. It's a carrot and stick kind of uh, thing. We start easy and it gets harder and harder. Listen, the phone thing. if, If you want to get your child, you call the office. The office gets the call. Then somebody comes from the office to the classroom and says, hey, such and such, your mom's on the phone, something come up, it's an emergency. We, may, we, we did it without cell phones before. We yeah. can't do it now? We can't no, live without No, because you them? don't have the type of violence. Because I had this happen with my niece where <sighs> she was calling me from under a desk because the school was in lockdown. These are different times. Yeah, but you didn't need to get that call. You didn't need to get, you work, you couldn't do anything about that at that point. You did not need to. But that. you still want to know what no. is happening. I know you want to know. You don't want to know? I, yeah, I want to know. Because but... this one was on the news. This was a big deal in Maryland. This one was a big deal. Line five, Anthony. Oh, Anthony, welcome to Court Radio. How you doing, buddy? Good, thanks. What's your What's your ideas here? So kind of chiming into what y'all said, it does start with the parents. But the problem is we're saying parents, not parents. Because at the issue is... <laughs> The people are incentivized, or women are incentivized, to take the husbands out the house. So mm. the problem is that there's no goddess because, you know, mothers coddle, dads discipline. So these these kids, you could tell they never heard no before. So that's, you know, when you said, like, you know, make them clean the city, I wholeheartedly agree with that. They should be out there with their parents wearing a shirt that says, my child destroyed this property, and they should be out there cleaning it, fixing the windows, shining the windows for four months. Yep. But at the end of the day, it starts with the parenting. And the problem is, it's a single mother because she's incentivized to say, you know what, I'm not going to deal with you. I don't feel like dealing with a hard time, so I'm just going to take the child support. And then the child suffers in the long run. You put a child under every statistical disadvantage when you are a single parent raising a child. And when he says child support, you know, being, you know, if you're on in the you're system, about welfare. talk about the welfare system. Yeah. It's basically set up so that the male is out of the home because yeah. you can't qualify for welfare or food stamps or any of the, you know, uh, public Supplement. uh, supplements if there's a father in the home. And, 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 you know, and I've heard that before. That goes all the way back to the 60s and 70s. Exactly. You know, exactly. So now you have fatherless homes. And, you know, that's the difference between what what you're talking about as far as, you know, Sophia and Jackson saying, I'm going out at 9 o'clock. You're like, nah, because you're a father in the home. If there's no fathers in the home, then as i said when we started the show complex sociological issues that require complex answers not these sound bites from these morons who we've elected to office sound bites we don't need those anymore what we need is people thinking about real solutions to real problems anthony thanks for calling court radio have a great day time is running out this government's about to shut down. We, we got to take a break? Yes, yeah, we, we do. do. Uh, folks, we'll be back. Uh, Joe, stay on the line. And, folks, we'll be back in two minutes. 
I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly Lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly Lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly Lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Legal answers. Here's more court radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Welcome back. I'm Dean Weitzman, your host of Court Radio every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on 100.3 and Classics 1079. There you go. Um, we answer your legal questions, and we try to provide some guidance. A quarter of a billion dollars worth of legal information for free, like a government employee about to be shut down. Yeah, we are We are about to hit the shutdown tonight at midnight. Mm. Um, Stroke of midnight. Yep. Just like Cinderella. Yep. Uh, Take away them slippers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this means, who's going to benefit from it, um, who's going to be hurt by it. But um, it is a consequence of our broken political system. Um, that one guy, one that guy who looks like little like a Nazi um, mm. in in South in Florida. What's his name? Matt Gates. Matt Gates. Gates. Is it Gates or Gates? Gates. Gates. Is it Gates, Gates or Gates? It's Gates, Gates. right? Okay. He's that, a weird looking dude. He's very weird looking. He's like a scary looking dude. Um, that one guy who I think was accused of child molestation and, and trafficking. trafficking, taking kids from, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, he one guy. He's shutting down the government. And well, how do couple- we allow this to happen? Because we don't take those elections seriously in non-presidential years. But then, but then, how is it that you know you see these goofballs like this uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She's mm-hmm. just a rebel rouser. She's got nothing. You know, not she's not that smart. She's not that good. Yet her the district keeps electing her. What about they're, that? What about that like, hot gilf from Denver, Lauren Brobert? Ooh, Bober, boy, yeah, Bober, she the was, gilf. She was, <laughs> she was, you know, yes. yeah, vaping yeah. and yeah, yeah in the she movie was theater. Vaping, you call it vaping. She was smoking. She was smoking marijuana in a movie theater. She was totally out of her mind. And she was molesting her date. You see what she was wearing? That, yeah. That dress said, hey, free flag is flying tonight, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the, the no. boobs came out and everything. Mm, it's a morning show. And she yeah. hit him with the, don't you know who I am? Yeah, don't you know, <laughs> the Karen line. And and so, you know, her district keeps electing her. Like, no, so She barely got elected the last we, time. We are being held up by, um, I don't blame the politicians. I blame the voters in their district who keep electing these idiots. So the problem is the average person is not as versed, even though we here on this show do our very best to make you versed, 
they vote when they get into the booth they vote by name recognition and what they have no idea what marjorie taylor green is doing but they know that that's a name they you know, hear and see all the time i want to say this I'm just, my wife just took her citizenship test okay. applause applause Yay. applause Yay. Mia is now a United States citizen. Good for yes. you. Good for her. The things she had to learn are mind-boggling. Stuff you don't even know, right? I did not know. I know. And so I think we should have a citizenship test in order to vote. So, like, five people are going to vote then, and Mia's one of well, them. Hold on. Because <laughs> most people don't know the basics. They don't know. They don't. They, they tried you this with, with, no, they tried this with black folks. They, the poll tax and all, you got to know this, got to answer all these wild questions before you can vote. How about the electors need to know this stuff? How about the first question asked at any debate? Give me the first paragraph of the Constitution. Do you know it? Yeah. I, 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 well, uh, no, I don't want the first paragraph. Give me like the third or fourth. Yeah, one. give me that. Well, do you give know? Give me something it? in the middle. All right, let's talk to Joe. South Philly Joe Giuseppe, what's up? Line two. Sorry. How you doing? Hey, Joey. Hey, what's up, bro? How you been? All right. We you good. the guy. You the guy. We missed I'm you. The guy. Guess what? When I was when you're talking about beating up, when you were a kid, they hit you with everything they could grab. Yeah. Oh yeah. When, yeah. when you when you were bad, they hit you with everything, and then you went to school, it's Catholic or whatever, and then you got yeah. beat up. Oh, in, in the code room. It, it, it didn't stop. <laughs> it, it didn't stop in Catholic school. I was in Hebrew school. And I'm turned my back to the te- from the teacher, and I'm talking to the kid behind me, and he took the I, it might have been the Bible and smacked me on the head. I think I had a concussion. I almost, in Hebrew school. In Hebrew school. Yeah. And guess what? If you went home and told mom or dad, yes, you got to hit again. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You hit again, and we're still alive. Yeah. My mom was yeah. a, my mom's a beautician or was a beautician, and she her right. favorite tool was the hair. Brush. Mm. The hairbrush, yeah. Oh my and god, my I got my ass whipped with a hairbrush so many times. Or the, or the wooden spoon. Yeah. Spoon. My oh. grandmother was the rolling pin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take you back, Joe. The Hot Wheel, orange Hot Wheel tracks. Wow, did we we, did we survive concussions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm almost 80 years old. I'm still around. Still around. Yeah, it is. There you yeah, go. No, no, yeah, nobody. I mean, you can't hurt. You know, you can't hurt. You hurt today. You can't even hire us. Give us the words of wisdom, South Philly. Jones. Yeah. So, what are you going to do about the looters? Oh man, I have no clue. Yeah. Our our system or or our our uh, politicians, nobody's doing their job. They're just taking the money, and that's it. They're not doing their job. Yeah, they're not you know, the, the cops. The, I mean, go on and on. You can go on and on. The cops to this, the mayor, the government, whatever. Nobody's doing their job. Nobody's doing their job. Well, if they were doing their job, this would stop. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you know, they're uh, considering uh, drones now. Should have been well, doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, the, it's yeah. like and, and what kills me is that they're considering. It should be a foregone conclusion to utilize these drones like oh, they're to doing. to find crowds of kids. To, well, to, well uh, Manuel did a, a show once on the about right. asking everybody what would, we, what would you do? What would you do to stop what's going on? What yeah. would you do? I'm going to do and it again tomorrow. nobody came up with any answers. There was no answers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you say... Put the politicians. How do we know who you like? One of I think the girl said in there that when you go into the booth, you don't know who you're voting for. You if you if you're Republican, you you hit the whole button. If you're Democrat, you hit the whole button. Who did you vote for? I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Well, um, we got to come up with some solutions, Joseph. Uh, because the city is falling apart, the wheels are falling off the bus, and uh, it's unacceptable. I hope that the new administration is listening to us um, because we're not going to give you a lot of time to get yeah. your feet on the ground. Like it's going to be a short honeymoon. Right? You should be learning right now what you need to do, and when you hit the ground, you better be running, running, because we're not taking anything less than you know a significant change in the way things have been done up till now. Joe, we got to run. We're almost out of time. Have a great Saturday, and thanks for always being a great listener. He's a great guy. I like Joe. All right, yeah. 30 seconds. Just tell them the top three things that are going to get shut down um, that they will not have access to with the federal government. Funding for WIC is gone, folks. For women, infants, and children, it'll stop immediately. Food stamps. Snap. Benefits through the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, 
would remain intact in October but could be impacted after that. Children from low-income families would lose access to Head Start preschool programs immediately. That's it, folks. That's what your government's brought to your doorstep. Um, If you want to see a change, learn about what the politicians are doing and elect the ones that are on your side. We'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place. The preceding was a paid program of MyPhillyLawyer.com.